Yeah, that worked. That sounded good. It did. It did. Welcome back, Andy. Welcome back, Robbie. It's actually been a while since we have um, recorded just on our own. Yeah, I know, because last week we had um, the wonderful Optimize Matt Peacock in. Matt, yeah, Matt Optimize, and also Dave just sitting creepily in the corner videoing us. Yeah, that was... <laughs> have you done anything with the video? I need to get it off him, actually. I need you to get him off Get it off him, because I'm going to be away. I, it won't fit on my laptop. Um, it's What we need to do is get it onto a memory card. We'll be fine. All right, well... Anyway... Anyway, welcome back not, to Better Blokes. May yeah. not fit on your laptop. How much fucking memory do you have? Not much left. If you just delete all the porn, you'll be sweet. You don't. It's on the internet. You can look at it later. Ah, funny. <laughs> Remember how I was saying before? My mum listens to this, <laughs> as does my fiance. Hi, Andy's mum. Nothing on my laptop that shouldn't be on my laptop. <laughs> For on the record. <laughs> um, how let's start again. Yeah, let's start again. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm on top of the fucking world because we've got something big to do tomorrow. I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've asked you at least twice a day for the last three days, mm. are you hyped? And it's just been like, go away. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't feel amazing right now. And it's all my own doing, so I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. It was me. I did this. Um, but I still don't feel amazing. Even Kira, Andy's fiance, who I train, this morning was like, "So how are you feeling?" And I just looked at her like, and she was like, "I can, I know you're getting pissed off." He told me, <laughs> "Just let me process it my own way." My brain's been scrambled for about four or five days. Yeah, I've noticed you've been a fucking nightmare to try and have a conversation with. <laughs> I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to have any meaningful conversations. This is a meaningful conversation. It is, but I had to get it ready, and then I feel like tomorrow in the eight continuous hours we spend with each other or around about that we're okay. probably going to have a few meaningful and not meaningful conversations yeah that's, a, that's enough time to spend together yeah of course guys by the time you listen to this we will have attempted to complete no we will complete no we will have completed don't it's, even put that in your mind manifest positively we will have completed our first ever ultra marathon for both of us um and also our first ever marathon yeah <laughs> And it's actually going to be our first ever, like, or for you, it's your first ever organised half marathon. Because yeah. you've never done a... But this isn't even organised. It's a decentralised event. <laughs> it's a decentralised event. That, no, that, genuinely, that's what more than everyone call it. It's decentralised. They have a finish line and no designated route. And a free shirt. And a, yeah, we found that out when we registered yeah. to, for the finish line event. Free Lululemon shirt. I know. Bougie. Um, should we open our beers? We should open our beers. Also, do you notice we didn't do an intro? We just kind of got straight into it. Oh, sorry. Um, welcome back to the <laughs> Better Blokes, or welcome for the first time to the Better Blokes podcast, where we are just two blokes who are trying to be a little bit... A little bit less of a shit cunt. I was going to say a little bit better. Oh, yeah, a little bit better as well. And oh. also a little bit less of a... Shit cunt, yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Three, two... Oh! Oh! Oh, it's a boy! Jeez. Better clean that up. I spilled a bit. Oh, Andy. Big sorry to the Wallara County Library. Council, not county. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad because it has been sitting in the car for an hour. Yeah, um, <laughs> even zero alcohol beer is not <laughs> agreeing with it's me. It's not going down. <laughs> nope, because <laughs> for, for me that's going down a treat. Yeah, I've had a few beers last weekend, um, and now the taste of it is not something that I'm enjoying. I can't imagine. But yeah, so tomorrow for us tomorrow. Um, by the time you're listening to this, it will have been two days ago. Yeah. We are running. 60 kilometers for more than a run, which is organized by the running room and Lululemon. Mm. So there is three distances. It's a decentralized event. There's a finish line. 
You can run 10K, you can run 30K, or you can run 60K. Which one are we doing? We are doing the 60K, which, what? for those of you who don't know, 60 kilometers is more than 42 kilometers. 42 kilometers being a marathon, which makes this an ultra marathon. Mm. Yep. And neither of us have ever run a marathon, and I've never run a half marathon, yeah. except in a training session. Yeah. Which doesn't really count because I stopped once or twice. Yeah, and the only half marathon I've done was at the end of half Ironman. So... Yeah, I've never done just the run bit. So you it. could say we are going in slightly unexperienced. And under, well, I mean, you're actually, I actually think you're better prepared than I am. Yeah, well, I've been looking after myself the last few days. I haven't. The last few weeks. I've been looking after myself the last few days. Yeah, but what did you do last weekend? Uh, nothing. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of beers. Just had a bad night's sleep. Yeah, just one Yeah, bad night's sleep. A uh, couple of beers, that's all. <laughs> nothing else that needs to be discussed. No. <laughs> <laughs> a few beers Who's Yeah the boys? That's okay. it But um, As you might be able to hear I'm, I've, I'm paying my dues for that I'm a little bit sick So um, Tomorrow should be interesting Hopefully I can This this not Slows down a little bit Yeah I went for a little I didn't run in a, I haven't run since last Friday um, So this is Friday When we're recording this So I went for a little jog Yesterday afternoon um, It was about 5k's work To Centennial Park and back Yeah um, And I was just snotty Like everywhere like all over the place i was like wiping it on my shirt and stuff um so that's probably going to be me for a couple of hours tomorrow you're going to embarrass us in front of our new friends that we're going to make i feel like i'm going to embarrass us regardless so yeah fair enough did you notice i got fresh trim for more aerodynamics i did but i got a fresh trim just over a week ago um and i also feel like it's at a good i'm happy with this, the place it's at yeah at the i hate when you have something that, like oh i'd love a fresh haircut for this but it's too soon to get another one that's the thing, yeah. Because then, then you might have something the following week, like, oh, I also want a fresh haircut for that. I got Dubai next week. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. So but I'm, I'm actually happy with where it is at the moment. I might actually leave it for Dubai. You could do that as well. Yeah, because I'm, I'm feeling happy with it. I'm feeling cool. Yeah, nice. <laughs> how are you feeling, like, realistically? I'm, I know I've annoyed you this week, but how are you actually feeling for tomorrow? I mean, look, realistically, like, yeah, there's a bit of, like, illness in there, but, like, this isn't for a, um, this isn't a race. It's not a time uh, it's just about getting from one spot and then getting to another spot that's roughly 60 kilometres further <laughs> away Yeah. Um, with a few detours in there. And, look, I, I've i never done it before, but, like, everyone does their... F- everyone who's done an ultramarathon has done their first ever ultramarathon. Yeah, I'm fucking real underprepared, um, but I think it, this thing is more... It's a mental thing. Um, luckily that my sort of inspiration, Ned Brockman... Um, just did what he did because that's definitely i mean it's probably the reason we decided to do this but it's also being there kind of like in the back of my head like oh he's done more he's done more every step he's done more um and he here was a line that he used on the james smith podcast where he said um realistically if someone had a gun to your head you're gonna take another step so if i can just channel that as best as i can yeah look i'll be sweet i honestly think it'll be a bit of crack as well like it's gonna be hard and there's going to be mental challenges. Obviously, it's a big physical challenge as well. But like you said, the biggest thing is going to be the mental side of it. I think that will be the hardest. But there will be times where you're like, this is fucking class. Because mm. it, it's not like we're like running just anywhere. You're running around Sydney, which is a fairly nice city in parts. There are worse places to run than where we're going to be running. Exactly. So, um, the route which, of course, you'll all both know because we would have posted it all over our Instagram and Strava by, yeah. <laughs> by Monday. Well, a run doesn't count if you don't 
yeah, to Strava. Exactly, but it's um, so we're going from Centennial Park down towards La Perouse, lovely part of the world. Coming back, um, then we're going to go back to Centennial Park, and then we're going to go east to Bronte. Excuse me, and then we're going to follow the coast road up towards Vaucluse, and then we're going to go um, from Vaucluse through the eastern suburbs back to Centennial, Centennial Park. Park, and at that point, we're going to go keep going through. Um, in Surrey Hills and then turn right and run up. We're going to run pretty much past work. Yeah. Um, we'll run through Prince Alfred Park. Yeah. Um, up to the Botanical Gardens and then yeah. around by, this, by the little bays there. Yeah. Past the Opera House, of course, because you can't not do that. Exactly. Through Circular Quay, up George Street. Yeah. Finish at the establishment for a lovely cold beer. Out of a shoe. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> absolutely coming out of a shoe. So there's definitely worse parts of the world to run. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, yeah, you can... It's either... You know, you hate hate the whole thing, or you can just enjoy it. Like, take it for what it is. Like, yeah. it's pretty fucking incredible to do what we're doing. Like, it's some real David Goggins shit. Like, I've one of my clients, Carl, who is a, a marathon runner. Like, he's a runner, and he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty fucking wild what you're doing." <laughs> and he hasn't even put ultra marathon on his list yet. Like, that's not coming up. That's just yeah. a marathon. So, I I feel like it is one of those things that's like, you know, it'd be a good story. Imagine in the future. Oh, I run my first ultra before I run a marathon. Yeah, with with like one month of preparation, and realistically, like I'm not sure about you, but my training has not changed for said preparation. I just like all I'm I'm training for a half Ironman anyway, cardiovascular based. I think most of the zone two work being done on the bike is better because it's less impact, and um, at least like trying to prepare for 60k's in such a short period of time. Because we decided on it roughly a month ago, yeah, about, about the 29th of October, yeah. yeah. So just under a month before date in question which is the 26th of november so it was the 27th of, no- of october oh was it yeah oh, so there you go. roughly yeah just under a month yeah so perfect yeah yeah look i mean my training hasn't it's not been great recently a couple of things injury being away being a bit sick but i've just kind of done what i can and actually a couple of weeks ago i had a um a weekend where it was probably actually it ended up being reasonably good preparation where i did um like 10ks on the friday did an 80k ride with a like 7k run on the Saturday and then did a half marathon on the Sunday. And I just, I finished the half marathon. I was like, fuck, that actually felt really, really good. Like I've, it's been a while since I've felt that like elated after, um, after a run, which felt good. Cause I was getting a bit head noisy about my runs. Like I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, so this one, it felt really, really good. And, um, I just kind of like, had this like rush like oh fuck maybe i actually can do this like 40k is in three days it's not 60k in one but like you know it's decent preparation for it obviously last weekend wasn't the best but you know shit happens that's it yeah roll the punches and you move on i think there's a lot to be said though on just doing hard shit and just being like right well this is gonna suck for potentially up to eight hours of just pain <laughs> probably a couple of days afterwards too yeah probably a couple of days after as well like but the sense of accomplishment you're gonna feel it's also for a good cause as well. Like, it's not yeah. just w- we've decided to be like 60K before the run next no. month. Yeah. Like, nah, we're going to do it for November. Um, and we've just, just today, we beat our oh, yeah. target. Yeah, we've also hit our target of raising $1,000. So, so I think we're at 1100 now. Sweet. So we've like, I mean, a thank you, huge thank you to oh, everyone yeah, that's donated, like our families, our friends, our coworkers, our clients. Like, it's been amazing to get that kind of support. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and it is all going to a good cause, like, and it's a cause we f- we care about. Like, it's men's physical and mental health. and So, that, yeah, we're putting ourselves through this pain for them. Yeah. And it, 
it's cool to become part of a community as well that like there's a huge running community in Sydney that I've realized mm. like obviously there is running's just a massive massive like community based thing mm. but I've realized so much more so that it is like we are going to run the 60k not just the two of us mm. I think there's another five or six boys yeah. that are doing it with us as well from different running clubs yeah to the main one the turbo runner turbo runners club yeah which i've been they, we've been following each other on instagram for a little bit and then i just reached out to them i was like what are you boys doing and said yeah there's a couple of us going um and then there's a few more people that are going to be yeah, one of the physios from the running room is in that group. oh say less yes yeah. yeah cool so then, so then he's then, in it with us um and then which would be cool because we can quiz him about physio stuff yeah. well he, he's probably delighted because we've begun to see him after it. yeah why do my feet hurt so much well actually i know my feet hurt so much because i have plantar fasciitis which was diagnosed by my podiatrist who works for the running room the running room there you go it's a circle of life um but yeah so it's like it's for a good cause and it's not just on a whim so it, it definitely feels like a sense of accomplishment and what you like if we do it you can't take it away from us like no absolutely not 60k is 60k I think um, one of the boys in the group chat yesterday said he goes, "I hope I'm not chasing a few k's at the end. Like you don't <laughs> want to get the establishment. Look, to, look down to watch to see like 57. Fuck <laughs> that! <laughs> All right, we're going back to the opera house. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the Garmin on on the dance floor. <laughs> just, just do like on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> a few, a few lengths of the bar and you'll be fine. Yeah, be sweet. No, like, yeah, it's it's going to be something amazing. So I mean, even just sitting here, I'm getting more hyped up. I think I'm actually able to comprehend it. After a f- we're fucking talking about <laughs> after a few days of just fear, everyone. Because when I did the the um the Ironman seventy point three earlier this year, people kept coming up to me in like the week before I went away and being like, "Are you prepared?" Like, and I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, "Great," because realistically, I know I've done everything I can for it, and I can only make it worse from here on in. And this was like two weeks out. I was like, "I've done all the training. I've gotten through. Like, I'll be sweat. All I got to do is start moving and stop moving." This is completely different because I haven't done nine months of prep beforehand. In fact, my prep's been pretty horrible. But I think that having gone through that experience of the Ironman, I know that it's like it it takes doesn't take a physical specimen to do shit like this. It takes a mental specimen to do shit like this. As you mentioned, doing hard shit. We've talked about it before. It's like the what you can get out of an achievement like this is so much more than just oh, I ran sixty k's. Like it is a, a huge like mental surge and like help that it will give you to be able to overcome so many more challenges because you were strong enough to do this yeah absolutely i think there's going to be times like being realistic where you're going to be plodding along left foot right foot left foot right foot and you're kind of like i could stop now there's nothing stopping me from not continuing but it's what's between your ears that keeps you going and i've had that conversation with quite a few people because everyone like people in work and um, clients of mine colleagues as well everyone's like or are you as ready for it? Like, that's that's fairly fucking hectic. I'm like, I, I mean, physically, probably not because we haven't trained for it, but we're not, like, we're physical enough in, in our nature and our training to be able to do it. So, like, it's realistically what's between the ears that's going to dictate whether we finish it or whether we don't. We'll be eating our words on Sunday if we're pretty, <laughs> we're all fucked up and didn't manage to do the 60. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I will manage to do Positive it. manifestations. We're going to yeah. do it. It might be a bit of a shuffle towards the end, but that's why someone was like, "Oh, you're doing a run." I was like, "Oh, it's a bit more of a move." <laughs> yeah, 60k move, 60k yeah. shuffle. Yeah, well, yeah. All you got to do is get to the other the other end, which is like, yeah. But there's no time cap. There's nope. no expectations of how quick we're going to do it. We're running 60k for November for a good cause with the with a few boys, connecting with the running community, connecting with 
other men who are running for this yeah. the exact same cause. And it's a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. I did see in the group chat there was a planned coffee stop during the first 30K. I'm like, excellent. I love a planned coffee stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually... No. So, obviously, again, this will be... No one will be alerted to this because they won't know about it until after the event. But I'm going to be trying to, like, be updating Instagram as we're going, like, on the stories. And I'm going to be like, hey, if you want to bring us, like, a Gatorade or, like, a sandwich or something, we're going to be at this point at this time. So <laughs> come along and meet us on the corner of the road. Yeah, I, I've been trying to liaise with Kira well, as we were planning the route and thinking it was just going to be the two of us and we are just going to do laps of Centennial, which I'm actually quite happy about that it's not laps of Centennial. I wanted a more interesting and kind of engaging route, so I'm quite happy about the route we're doing. But, yeah, I'm hoping Kira will, like, meet us. I think Mel's going to go as well. Oh, cool. Meet us at the Opera House and then do the last, like, whatever it is. Oh, hectic. It'll probably be a K, maybe K and a yeah. half to George Street. Yeah. With a few VBs for, uh, for a shoey afterwards. Say so much less. Oh, get oh. it in me. Oh. And Kira's like, you haven't told me this plan. I was like, oh, I absolutely did. I told you last week. She's <laughs> like, like, I'm telling you now. <laughs> she was like, but then you didn't remind me. <coughs> you didn't remind me. I was like, I would assume you would remember. I'm telling you now. <laughs> but which, which in fairness, the route change was going on all week. Mm. I can understand the confusion, but yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, we're just working off like what we know and we're like, yeah. it, is, it is unorganized and we understand that. Exactly. Part. So it's if decentralized. <laughs> if, yeah, we're, I mean, thank you in advance if you have met us and dropped us off some Gatorades or some food or hurled abuse at us or. Yeah, because by this time it, it's done. We're yeah. done. Congratulations, Ruby. Thanks, Andy. Congratulations. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Oh, bollocks. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling amazing, actually. Like, apart, I'm still a bit sniffly, but apart from that, like, yeah. you know. I can't believe we just ran 60K in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you didn't come and help us, then you should probably listen to this podcast a little bit more because it sounds like you might be a little bit of a shit gun. That's a bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got excited there. I need some more water because I'm yeah. dehydrated from running 60 kilometres two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, one thing I want to touch on as well, this is completely... Not, not children? No, for sake. Um, on the topic of doing hard shit and, and running for charity, and this is not to do with our run for charity, but I can't pronounce her first name. You know, you're one who's doing the oh, wait, tip to toe. Yes. They're definitely a shout out. Let it, me. It's Arcania. The tip to toe. Arcana. So yeah, we definitely want to shout out um, this lovely lady. So her Instagram is tip to toe 22. Her name is Arcana Murray Bartlett. That's it. Um, and she's an adventurer, athlete, wilderness seeker who is currently running from Cape York to Melbourne for Australia's at-risk wildlife. So she's doing 42.2 kilometres a day for roughly 6,000 Ks, which is 150 marathons in 150 days. No days off. No days off. <laughs> which is like, it's pretty crazy that like, and this just popped up on my like explore page, or it might have even been a sponsored ad. Yeah. Just days after Ned Brockman did his thing. Um, his little thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, his little jog yeah and just like yeah it's just come up that she's yeah she's running like all this way and like it's pretty incredible like to do anything like this but um for hers it's like it's for other th it's for other things it's for other people that kind of stuff and she's yeah like she's running every day like she's doing a marathon like most people will never do that in their life yeah they'll never do one never mind do 150 after the other after the other until she hits 150. Yeah. But yeah, it's just seeing shit like that. Like, 
you're always capable of so much more, which is why when people are like, oh, how do you feel for the 60K? I'm like, oh, look, it, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck at times. But realistically, there's so much worse things I could be doing. Yeah. It's not going to be the end of the world. I'll be fine. Yeah. It's what's between the ears that keeps you going and determines whether you finish or not. Oh, yeah. Like, at some like at some point, we will, we will finish. Um, and, you know, there's... There's definitely worse ways we could have spent our Saturday. Um, yeah. And I feel like the what we will get out of it is going to be make it all worth it in the end. Yeah. Personal accomplishment. Just kind of show you what you're capable of because you're definitely capable of running more than 60K. People do it all the time. 100%. Like um, one of the things I definitely, one of the big uh, learning points, for want of a better word, um, when I did the, the Ironman this year was that when I was standing at the start line and then throughout the race, I saw so many people who, like, in my head did not fit what someone doing an Ironman looked like. So, like, naturally when, you know, I know it's 2022 and you shouldn't, you know, make judgments about people, but naturally when you think, like, someone's about to do a fucking long triathlon, you picture, like, if you hear about it, you picture what they look like and usually they're fairly slim, fairly athletic, fairly lean, Quite tan because they've spent so much time outdoors. Exactly. And then at the start line, you see a bunch of people who, like, for whatever reason, don't look like that, but they're still turning up Sunday morning in the middle of June to have a fucking crack to go and start move, moving for roughly five to eight, eight hours continuously. Some people as a team, some people on their own. Um, and it's like, I found it, like, super fucking inspiring because in my head I was like, i got to do all this training, you know, i got to eat right, like all that for like nine months. And I saw these people that I know they may have trained as much or more than I have done, but still to see them rock up on the day, like have them have a crack, get up and get after it. It's pretty amazing. So I think it just proves that you don't have to be a fucking like athlete, a personal trainer, you know, someone that's been running all their life. If you want to do something like this, just you have every right to do it. You just like, you got to do probably put a bit of work in and it's going to suck for a while, but you know, you'll get more out of it. that sucking than <laughs> <laughs> you were on a roll I, yes. didn't even, I didn't even smile I didn't say it and You did that to yourself You'll get more out of that day Not being as fun as uh, no, Out of some of the things Not being as fun as you thought they'd be Than you would out of Sitting on the couch Or you know Just pissing away your life So I definitely recommend it to anyone <laughs> <laughs> One thing you mentioned there That was like They just rocked up in the day Ready to go but they're not just rocking up on that day. They're rocking up every day. Oh, ready shit. to go. And, th- and that's what, like, that's kind of the difference between whether, like, even mentally, whether you can do something, whether you can't do something. If you're able to, when you're not feeling it, when you're not ready to go, but just sometimes just go through the motions and get the work done, that's going to make the difference when it's when it's time to go. 100%, yeah. Um, and it was, it was proof, yeah, it was proof that it's the people that, you know, it's all those like, um, you know, I'm forgetting the word for it, but con- things that everyone says constantly and you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's cliche. not. Cliche. <laughs> but they're called cliches. They're cliches for a reason. Because they're and founded in truth. Yeah, because they're founded in truth. You know, when the t- going gets tough, the tough gets going. It's not the fight, the, the dog in the fight. It's the fight. size of the dog in the fight. It's the fight of the dog, like that kind of stuff. Do you want to have, have another go at that one? No. <laughs> struggling <laughs> this is the longest i've spoken for since <laughs> last weekend i know trying to have a conversation with you this week has been painful i told you my brain was scrambled i know but it made me sad 
I don't like talking to other people. I like talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to share me, Andy. <laughs> no. Other people get to talk to me too. I disagree. Um, there's also another geezer who I'm not sure if you're aware of. I'm, I'm going to need to double-check my Instagram to remember his name, who is about to run around the world. What? Yeah. You heard that correctly. You know there's, like, water and you can't run. No, no, but, like, he's going to run across. I'm not sure the logistics of it. Tim Franklin's his name. Timmy Franklin. What's he doing? Tim runs the world. Starts on the 3rd of December. It's a r- obviously a world record attempt. Um, I'm not going to open the post because it's going to play the audio and that's going to be really annoying for people to listen to. But how he plans on doing it, he's, he's obviously going to run the circumference of the world across multiple different countries. I'd imagine it won't be a straight line. Obviously, he'll get to the end of a country and have to then get to the next country over the water. Mm. But I think it works out to be like 26 thousand kilometers jesus fuck. it's gonna take him over a year i think he's aiming for like 460 something days fuck me which is <laughs> what is it with fucking aussies and just running far is he australian yeah how good i know bloody earth yeah the boys this guy will fucking run it'll be sweet how good where are you going around the block <laughs> going for a run how far how far you got <laughs> far as i can sorry if anyone heard that I'm real snotty at them. <laughs> you leaned away from the mic and I thought you were far enough away and then you went... Great, let me just... T- Andy, you talk for a bit. <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? Talk about our boy that's going for the run. Oh, no, I'm kind of already finished talking about Jimmy him. Franklin, talk about him more. Oh, you're not going to sniffle, are you? Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> you're filthy looking. Uh, but yeah, Timmy's running around the world. Uh, hashtag dream big is his thing. Are, are you going to come back soon? Or are you actually like... Do you need... Do you need a minute? And he's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, through the magic of editing. <laughs> you uh, you put up a question box on our story there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and we still haven't gotten any questions via email. Robbie's dying for an email, so if you have any emails to send us. Send me an email. email. I want to read an email. I haven't actually checked them. Should I check them now? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have gone. <laughs> but we got a few questions through the, uh, the Instagram um, boxy thing on the story. Instagram, the Instagram boxy thing <laughs> on the story. Sorry, I'm also watching you trying to open the fucking mm. inbox. Nah, we only got emails from Pod- Podomatic. Number one supporter. Um, do you want to go through and answer a few of the questions? Yeah, hundred percent. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna just open up the. Uh, We're doing this live, room. so we haven't. Yeah, haven't we haven't planned this. It's just we have some time to kill. So. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Great podcast this is. <laughs> it's a fantastic podcast. I've got some time to kill. Oh, so. No internet connection. Fucking great. <laughs> Give it a second. The 4G here is shy. <laughs> Robbie. Yeah. What are you afraid of? <laughs> failure. But failure is the best teacher. I'm afraid of not learning from failure. Ooh, that's deep. I'm afraid of not reaching potential that I have which is roughly 60 kilometers <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like that you tied in this tangent <laughs> Man, they, they call me time up don't <laughs> finish that while you're while you're ahead um what's your biggest fear oh, I suppose pretty much the same thing like I think spiders are kind of scary as well uh, well no I think when you when you talk about fears, it's like, all right, well, 
you can talk about obviously like actual genuine like logical mm-hmm. genuine 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 <laughs> genuine logical fears like spiders is a good one i'm terrified of a, a spider coming out the vent of my car when i'm driving because uh, i park under trees all the time which i'll, is I'll just gen- show you this this um sorry to interrupt i'll i'll we'll tag back but just remind me to show you something okay please pg keep it pg yeah no it's 100 percent pg all right excellent um yeah, so like, there's obviously fears like that, but I don't want to look back in 10 years and look at the roads that I've taken and regret any of them. Like, I wouldn't say I'm f- afraid of regrets. Regrets. But Not even a letter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I w- like, I want to be able to look back and be happy with the choices that I've made, regardless of what they are. Like, for example, like, if I look, I made a fairly big... Myself and Kira made a very big decision to move to Australia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm regretting that decision that you made. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't want to look back in ten years and regret the decisions that I've made. I want to be able to look back and be like, yeah, I'm happy with what I did. Yeah, like what I did was the right thing. Like doing stuff, like moving away from kind of, I wouldn't even say the party scene because that's not me. But like, not giving as much of a fuck about my health. And just like training because I love training. That's great. But also being like looking at the health side of things. Well, what's that allowed me to do? That's allowed me to be like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go and run 60K. And it's not as, I wouldn't say it's not a big task. It's not a big task. But because of the person I am now, because of the decisions I made previously, that person now is able to be like, I'm in a better state of readiness to be able to go and do cool shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, that kind of reminds well, what kind of reminds me, well, something that you said was you don't want to, whatever the choices are, you want to be, like, happy that you made them. Yeah. And I think it's just the way that you, like, the perspective you have on, like, you can make a choice and it could be the wrong choice in the moment. But realistically, if you sit on that wrong choice forever and go, I should have made this decision, then you're not going to get anything out of it. You haven't learned from it. But if you can then you go, oh, I made the wrong decision in the time, but in the long run, I actually made good of what decision I made then it is a lot, it's a bad choice becomes a good choice. Yeah. Well, bad decisions are always good teachers. Which goes back, which kind of ties in nicely with your fear of failure and like not learning from failures. Yeah. Because failure is a good teacher and it's going to happen. You're never going to be successful in absolutely everything you do. <laughs> Some people might be. I just want to be successful. Yeah. But well, I mean, successful people. It's like, the old axiom is like you see someone's success, but you don't see the all the, the mistakes and the failures and all the things that went wrong beforehand, which enabled them to have that success. Yeah, I I'm never gonna remember the quote from Michael Jordan, but there's the one where he's talking about um he missed more than he yeah he missed more free throws than he got yeah but it's them misses that allowed him to be yeah basically the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Like, there's a, a a line in um Atomic Habits um by James Clear, and apparently it was on a poster in the very successful San Antonio Spurs um dressing room, and it said, "Whenever I'm lost, I think of the stone cutter, who may hit a, st- a stone a hundred times without making a dent, and on the hundred first hit it cracks, and it was not that hundred first hit that cracked it, rather the hundred that had come before him." That's really impressive that you remember the entire thing. I've written it down a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I think I've used it in just about every training I've done. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it, it's very, very true. Like, when if you give up prematurely, 
you're never going to be able to reach that full potential. We're going so deep today. I know. It's because we just ran on, just ran 60Ks. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're going to be having deep conversations like this all day tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to start talking like we're playing a game of cricket. What do you mean? I'm like, oh, you know, like the ball was doing a bit early, but, you know, I managed to see through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's something that, um, what's his name? Is the Italian guy that plays for the Western Bulldogs. Not Bontempelli, the other guy. Libertore. Libertore, yeah. After the Western Bulldogs won a grand final, he got interviewed by a random guy on, on the side <laughs> of the pitch. <laughs> and he was talking about the game as if it was a game of cricket. Like he was just describing cricket. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's a strange dude. <laughs> and then he disappeared after that day. And he popped up two weeks later playing in a game in Vietnam. And a game of AFL in Vietnam. I swear to God. <laughs> He's a fucking he's strange so, unit. He's a rogue unit. I love it. All the Simpsons tattoos as well. Yeah, he but loves the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. What? How about the moustache on him there? Oh, great moustache. Yeah. He's done a couple of Movembers. Yeah, absolutely. I've not shaved it off for a few years. Yeah. Um, were there any other questions or did we just get one? That was actually the only one. <laughs> it was the only yeah. one. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I'll screenshot this and then I'll screenshot the rest. And then there was no more. Well, if anyone else wants to ask us more questions, we'll just DM do, us. Do, like, a, do a boxy thing once a week or something. You could do that. It would be like, we're recording tomorrow, so please ask us questions now so that they're actually available. Do you think you're Matt Peacock doing the voice? Yeah, I love that voice. He does. <laughs> <laughs> actually, like, shout out to Matt. Um, thanks again for being on our podcast. But I had someone um, who gave some feedback on the episode, and it was Matt's – it was I love Matt's accent. <laughs> <laughs> And, was, and I was like, yeah, his accent makes me feel safe. That's why I signed up to the OC. <laughs> yeah, because it's not that aggressive Scottish accent. Oh, it's just very like, it's like a, it's a brogue. Yeah, it's quite comforting. <laughs> yeah, it does. It makes you feel safe. It's like, I'm, I'm going to be successful. Yeah. I'm going to live a fulfilling life. Tom Merriman's accent's quite like that as well. Also, yes, Tom Merriman. Another shout out Tom Merriman and your Scottish accent. When I first met Tom, his Scottish accent is so soft and gentle that I thought he was English. Which is funny because he's actually Glaswegian. Yeah, I know. But most Glaswegians have a fairly harsh. Uh, it's because he's posh. <laughs> he's poshish. He's not Scottish. Your words, not mine. Yeah, well, actually, Matt Duncan's words that I stole. But <laughs> That's because Matt's not posh. No, he's just from the lakes, <laughs> from the posh, par- posh part of Manchester, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't saying much. <laughs> uh, isn't like um, isn't like Chester or something starts with a C? That's the posh part of Manchester. I actually don't know. I don't There's know. a place. Near, it's where all the footballers live. It starts with a C in Manchester. I don't. I haven't brushed up on my English geography. I'm sorry. Why not? You're a huge fan of England. Oh, yeah. Massive. Love the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. not English. I'm Irish. I fucking hate that. Like, oh, you're from the UK. No. Well, it's, they're undereducated. Yeah. They don't understand. Bro, all oh my days. So... For wherever I was last weekend, I met someone on a night out who thought that Belgium was in the UK. And then you know how you do, you hate it when I do a shitty Irish accent. So one of my mates that I was with is from East London and she tried to copy his accent and it was fucking horrible. But kept saying, I'm from Belgium. (laughs) And I was like, you know, Belgium's not in the UK. They don't speak English and they don't have English accents. And she was like, what? And then she kept saying she was from Belgium. Was she maybe confusing Belgium with somewhere in England that begins with B 
like Bristol or Birmingham. I think she was just confused in general. Yeah. Well, well very clearly. <laughs> was not the sharpest crayon in the pack. I think no matter what, though, like if you're from somewhere and someone tries to do your accent, it's never going to be bang on or extremely rarely is someone going to do a decent one. Yeah. So it's just annoying across the board. I think it's just... Just people tend to do Irish ones very frequently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it as well, especially because you're in, you're in a different country like you're yeah. in Ireland. So you, whenever you meet someone they may not actually personally know anyone from Ireland. Like that's, I'm, that's normally the case, actually. Yeah, so I mock your accent because I know it annoys you, but I do it very infrequently. Like, I'm not constantly going, meh, 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 like, in your, in your voice. No, but you put fuck, but like, fook. Yeah. No one says fook like that. No one it, says fuck like that. It comes from when I when I did drama in high school, we did a play called The Lieutenant of Anishmore, which is an Irish play, yeah. and we all tried to put on Irish accents, and it kind of just stuck. That is the most Sydney private school thing I've ever heard. Yeah, there's more city government schools. <laughs> but I know, but that's up there. My point was that for a lot of people, like I know a few Irish people. <laughs> I know like four. <laughs> so like I'm not, and I know a lot of English people as well, so I'm not going to go up to them and start mocking their accent. But if, you are, if you're someone who's you know never met someone from the UK or Ireland, because they're two different places, yeah. and you meet someone and you hear their accent, you're going to go, oh, look, I can do one, but they've never actually spoken. They've never heard anyone else do their accent so pretty much the point is people are dumb yeah lots of people they should listen to this podcast lots of dumbness and i'm sure there's aspects and uh fields that we're quite you're unintelligent in oh no i know everything oh yeah because you went to private school (laughs) (laughs) people don't believe me when i say that (laughs) (laughs) i mean you don't look like you went to private school and you don't act like you went to private school like, you know, there, there's quite a few stereotypes that come with yeah. lads who go to private school. That's the thing. The you, don't, you don't go into any of them. The mullet and the moustache is actually starting to be something that kids that went to private school also have. Yeah. So it's both a private... Like, now it's not a determining factor of what, what your schooling was. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny story about uh, two blokes I was talking to at the MCG for round one when Carlton beat Richmond. <laughs> this year. A couple of concrete cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, we're, we're talking about like different sports and they were asking me about like uh, what sports you take at home in Ireland and stuff like that this is in the in the bar after the game um, I can't I think we got on the rugby union I was like oh look at home it's a private school like the same as it is here it's a private school game for the vast majority of yeah. like people like it's very rare that you'll play club rugby not go to private school and get into the Irish team same as it is uh, to get into the Wallabies and I was, I was saying how AFL has gone down that route as well because a lot of the boys in the AFL are actually now privately school educated the way, whereas comparably previously decades ago, it was a very working class game. And I was like, I go, look at the amount of boys in the AFL who went to Xavier's College. And the two of them turn around, and these are lads in the 30s, they're like, we went to Xavier's College. <laughs> and I was like, exactly. <laughs> but you look like you went to Xavier's College. Whereas you look at a lot of AFL players with mullets and mustaches, they yeah. don't. And like covered in tats and stuff. And exactly. It's like, but they're actually privately educated. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, what do you mean we look like we went to Xavier's College? And I was like, are you wearing Oren Williams? Yeah. Like, Mossman yeah. gum boots. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chino's vest. But, but I was a guest, so I could wear it. Yeah. That'd be weird. Nah, it was a bit of a laugh. It was funny. No, but I mean, if, as long as we're on the topic of like private school boys um, I feel like I there might ha- there's, there's a little bit of me that's like I don't want to be super overt about my private school education 
because there is some negative connotations about um, men that attended all boys private schools, specifically in Sydney. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've been on the front page of the paper. Have you? Not like it wasn't me personally. Like I, <laughs> well, we, I would have said it differently then. A picture of me was on the front page of the paper, but the article was not about me. Oh, it right. was when we were in year twelve. We so we had a school in our competition called Armadale, and the reason that school is called Armadale is because it's in Armadale. If you don't know where Armadale is, it's roughly a seven-hour drive from Sydney. So we would have to every two years. You'd have to a few teams would go up to Armadale to play, um, and it just so happened that this year that we got scheduled on the weekend where we had our um, like last in-school exams. So we had an exam on the Friday and an exam on the Monday. Um, and we were supposed, what their intention was, we'd do the exam on the Friday, then we get on a bus, drive for seven hours, stay the night, wake up the next morning, play footy, drive for seven hours back. So, yeah, not, not exactly great preparation for an exam, um, especially one that it was fairly significant. So... We said we're not like we're not going to do it. Like it's too much stress on us. It's too much strain. But that would have been fairly embarrassing for the school. So the school was like, "All right, we got to figure something out." So what they did was, um, the rugby association, so the people that don't get funding for rugby, and the parents went Harvey's on a um, a Rex flight to charter a Rex flight to drive us up to fly us up to Armadale on the morning, play the game, back on the plane, come back. We're there in the evening. Sweet. Yeah. So the school did not contribute any funding towards the plane. But what happened was we well, we all went out in the tarmac, took a picture of all of us together in front of the plane. One of the guys put it on Facebook. The Daily Telegraph saw it, saw that we'd flown a plane up to Armadale and said and made it wrote an article about how bad the fund how private schools are funded too much because they're flying their students up to play rugby. <laughs> the worst thing was we got fucking pumped as well. <laughs> I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, your, your parents were half of it. But it's just people like to attack people and just jump to assumptions and jump to conclusions very, very quickly without knowing the story, and that's a prime example of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lesson in that. But, yeah, there's, it also taught me kind of, like, just be wary of, like, because people will always have those prejudices, and the more you lean into your stereotypes, the more people are going to judge you because of your because of their prejudices. Yeah. And if you give them the opportunity to judge, they will judge. If you give them the opportunity to learn, they will learn. Well, yeah. some of them may learn, some of them won't. Yeah, I was going to say, it's quite ironic that you're being judged because of who you are and where you went to school <laughs> by people who say that, oh, people who go to your school are so judgmental and, yeah. Yeah, funny. but I mean, like, one of my best friends is a uh, vegan lesbian. Did she go to private school? Uh, no, she went to a Catholic school. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Which is pretty standard for a vegan lesbian. <laughs> the system (laughs) (laughs) surprising how many come out of those schools (laughs) um i guess just i mean before we before we sign off for the rest of this episode um final thoughts on tomorrow fucking send it that's it yeah that's it that's it yeah that's all we can do um yeah i'm i'm looking forward i'm looking a good night's sleep tonight though yeah i will but it's still an early start yeah 5 30 a.m 5 20 get there yeah i know Ah, um, How do you plan on getting there? What are you doing with the car? I still haven't figured it out Because I was thinking Line bike I'm not riding a fucking bike to do a 60 kilometre run But it's a, it's a line bike, you won't be tired <laughs> <laughs> well, What's your plan doing with the car? He's going to leave it in Centennial for a 
fucking seven hours and then have a few beers and get it the next day. I'm gonna get fined. I'm gonna see if I can find a parking spot around fucking Dillon. How likely is that though? Unlikely. At five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, but like an all day spot where you can leave it because you're gonna have beers after. I probably won't have. I'll probably just have the one out of the shoe. That's disappointing. <laughs> Upset because I don't want to drink. <laughs> I thought we've talked about this before. Oh, I won't drink, but I'm going to rugby drink. Drink on. Yeah, but that was last weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is a big event. Yeah, this is in response to that. Plus, I, it, this is more me thinking like, oh, what am I going to do with my car? Because otherwise, otherwise, I'm going to have to get a fucking like Uber there. No. Drive it to my place, leave it in the visitor park. Yeah, but I don't want to ride a bike. It's still riding a bike. But it's a line bike. It's you And then I'll still have to get to your place later. No, you can get the next day. W- do you know what the next day is? Monday. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make the effort of going and picking my car up on my birthday. Well, which I'd have to do anyway, but... Yeah, exactly. My point, I'm if, if, if that doesn't work, I'm getting an Uber because... All right. Well, I'm getting a line bike. Yeah, because I don't want to have to take my car to your place to then still pay for a line bike to ride there. That's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and then ha- still have to get back to your place at some point in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm line biking there. Yeah. 520. Makes sense. Um, yes, 520. One thing that I've learned about um, sort of like triathlon people and running people is that when they tell you a time... They're telling a time to start, not a time to arrive. Yeah, I noticed that. Because it's like, oh, yeah, 5.30. I was like, sweet, we'll all rock up at 5.30. And they're like, we will run at 5.30. What's <laughs> the response? I was like, okay. Yeah, because I had like a lot of issues where I would rock up at like, they'd be like, oh, we're leaving at 7. And I'd rock up at like 5 to 7. And they'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, 5 to 7. They go, starting at 7. I go, why would you tell me to get here at 7? And they go, we didn't tell you to get here at 7. We told you we're leaving at 7. I'm like, you said 7. <laughs> 7 means leave. <laughs> it means arrive. Yeah, no. I'm with you. I'm with you in the logic, but also telling you a time is... Yeah, I mean, I'm... Bad, yeah, you're getting so better. You're getting better. better. Yeah. We, were, we were both early today, which is good. Yeah. I mean, it helps that I had my last session cancelled. So. Ah, but even still, like, we got here with loads of time. Exactly, which means we got extra time to record. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was just, as I was, uh, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, I'm excited. I've uh, There was a bit of fear this week, but I think. I could tell. Just as soon as the feet hit the ground, we'll start going. And I mean, I'm probably going to lose a toenail. I know which one. Oh, don't say that because I'm very scared <laughs> about that. I'll but, go, I'm going to cut my toenails later on today. Yeah, but. Um, Careful. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a big, a big moment. We'll celebrate afterwards. Oh, I really don't want to lose a toenail. <laughs> Why did you remind me of that? Because that, that had gone out of my head like two weeks ago. Do you want to see what the toe looks like? No. But do not take your shoes off. No. <laughs> you keep, you're you still looking at my foot. Just I know. because look, look at it. Oh, it's not that bad. It's, I don't know. Is it proper? Does it wiggle? No. But oh, right. It's like you can tell that the, the it, bruising underneath. Oh, the blood just got clot. Yeah. <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think there we'll leave it <laughs> on, that, on that bombshell. <laughs> it's back to the studio. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and again, just a last thank you to everyone. That yeah, do- huge, huge thank you. Donated. Um, it really means a lot to us. You can still donate. Yeah, you can still donate. Link in bio of yes. the Instagram page at Better Blogs Podcast on Instagram. It's in the link tree, so you press on the link tree, and it's, it's the second one in there, and the top one is the episode link. Or no, it's the, the it's other way around. It's the other way. Around. Anyway, it's two clicks. Yeah. And then um, it's all going to a good cause, and we actually touch none of it. So. 
Yeah, which is great. Like, it, it makes it really easy, mm. really transparent. You just go straight to Movember website through our link in bio. And donate. <laughs> every little bit counts. Donate a little bit to Andy personally because he <laughs> he's falling behind. He was on $0 and my personal account was on, like, 200 or something. Yeah, it was because I just shared a team one all the time. And I did the personal one. <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> it's still going to the same place. Like. I know, <laughs> but it makes me look shit. We'll Especially as team captain. Be better. Do you know I'm team captain of the Better Blocks Run Club? Yeah, that's because you started it. Yep. All right. Team captain. Um, like us, follow us, share Spot- us. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Amazon if you're a lizard. Yep. <laughs> Rate us five stars out of five. Yeah. Tag us on Instagram as well. That would be really nice yeah. to see. At Better Blocks Podcast. If you're around Sydney um, tomorrow, I don't know why I'm saying that. Last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you came out on, on Saturday, Saturday, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your support and uh, oh, and also happy birthday to me because I would have <laughs> by the time this comes out, it would have been my birthday. Thank you for listening. <laughs> is it your birthday? Is it? Yeah, I never noticed. <laughs>